05 and 06 I deployed to Kuwait I used to wait every day for them to say Nature going home I miss my life, miss my wife For 15 months she was all alone But when I got back I felt out of control Feeling entitled, I put my life on hold I keep on drinking so I'm sinking in a river of liquor Me and my wife weren't alright, I didn't reconnect with it I had a business, insurance agent, and rental properties But is there something bigger than this? I know there's gotta be so I invested in myself I started seeing coaches Life is a camera, I fixed the lens and now I see in focus Now my life's unrecognizable From my life just a couple years ago 17 plus years of marriage, it's never been better than this and we got three kids, that's who I do it for I'm called to be a leader I'ma lead the way, cause I'm a firm believer We can do anything we want If I said it, then I meant it I probably already did it Consider it done Consider it done If you need some inspiration, you should play this Championship Leadership Podcast Hey Bailey Championship Championship Hey, what's up, everybody? Championship Leadership Podcast here, and I'm excited. We got Bob Safail with us, the uh, founder of American Stories TV, which I just had the pleasure of being a part of, a revolutionary new show called Surviving Man, and uh, that's actually coming out as we record this. Tomorrow's a big world premiere for Surviving Man, and then the after show included in that Surviving Man, the aftermath. So how you doing? Doing great, man. You are one tough mo. I'm telling you. <laughs> man, I tell you, about, honestly, Randy Couture and Don were like totally impressed <laughs> at how freaking tough you were. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. I don't know if you'd share with your listeners. I mean, you you had one serious injury. Yeah. You were flying down the, that, you know, about to get your, your gun, start shooting. You're just flying down. And uh, we just saw it on film yesterday. I oh, really? Hey, man. Yeah, anyway, sorry. Uh, yeah, I hadn't talked about it too much, but I didn't. But yes, yeah, that was uh, it, it was disappointing. Yeah, I know because right before that, we did another. I don't. I won't. I don't know what I'm supposed to say and what I'm. Oh, not. you can talk. That's fine. Yeah, we did another um, evolution where we had to like sprint down like 200 meters, grab those tires, and haul ass back. Right. So I just did that, and I and then we went into that that one where you had to sprint to the like 50 yards grab the right. grab the gun shoot five times and he had to sprint again another maybe 25 and uh as i sprinted the second time i, I think i just like tired it out and kind of it it was it was uh prone to pop and it did pop on me the calf it did. And, uh, and that was day two so i was like we still have four days to go. I'm like, oh my goodness, I didn't know what was going to happen. <laughs> well, you did it, man. So yeah. you listeners out there who listen to Big Nate, man, this guy's a this guy's a beast. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you having you here, and I know, like, of course, we got the the premiere going, and this isn't the only show you have, and you got all kinds of stuff. I appreciate you taking time, real quick, before we get into too much more. Championship leadership's the name of the podcast, so I like to ask everybody that comes on. So, what does championship leadership mean to you? I'm excited to hear your answer to this one. Never give up. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, it, you just if you know, you just know it. You just whatever goal you set, you just don't give up because you know something, you'll achieve it if you never give up. Yeah, that's so true. And uh, you know, today 
the short attention spans, like all the everything that's kind of right at their fingertips, you know, click a button, we get Amazon's delivering us stuff. Social media, we make a post and we get likes and comments and feedback right away. Like news is coming at us like real time. People want stuff now and they're not as uh, willing to stick it out, like you said, right? 100%. And you know what's funny, Nate, is that there are so many people turtling up because of COVID and, you know, the opportunities for people to get ahead of everybody, get ahead of the competition, it's like, it's there. I mean, yeah. I know things are getting back, but I'm, I'm telling you, you know, there's a lot of openings right now for yeah. people to really accelerate and win big. Yeah, especially if if they're, like like you said, they're willing to just not give up and keep moving forward. Yep. Um, yep. Those are the ones that are going to come out on top for sure. What's up? What by the way, once again, I'm not trying to laud you, but you didn't give up. You just didn't give up. There's yeah. no dog in you. Yeah, right. absolutely. And thank you. It means a lot. Because sometimes I felt like I was just like this, uh, you know, kind of like one of those old dogs that like has the limp and some people just want to put down. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, hopefully it didn't look that way. Uh, well, you made you made some real faith. I mean, Allie and Liberty and Dr. Jen couldn't stop talking about you when we were oh. going out to that undisclosed location for aftermath you were like one of their favorite uh <laughs> cast members oh very, cool. very yeah. cool that is cool to hear well let's, let's talk a little bit more like uh tell us tell the listeners that are familiar with you uh, maybe a little backstory on on american stories and surviving man and and how this is all came about and a little bit of the path and the journey you've been on to get where we are today Absolutely. It's kind of an interesting, goes back to how Don met us. I have another company that's involved with celebrity endorsement. We, we work with a lot of celebrities in the sports, music, TV, and film space. Seven years ago, Don heard about us and he reached out and, you know, I was in the military in the nuclear submarine force. So we used to tote around those seals, yeah. you know, in their little missions. I was in a fast attack boat. And in fact, when we were in, you know, I was stationed in Pearl Harbor and the SEAL team crew was like at the end of the pier. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so that's where those tough guys were. Yeah. We were in Park, just, you know, maybe 300 feet from their little, little, little place. So anyway, he contacted us and we started doing a lot of projects together. And, and you know, I knew about the SEAL selection process, which was, a, you know, which was really tough. Yeah. And I said, you know, Don... Wouldn't it be cool if you could take folks from any type of background and put them into that process? And he said, absolutely. I do it all the time. I said, well, let, you know, let's, let's put this together. And my wife, who is the, she's like a genius in multiple fields. She's like the branding person of all time. I say, mm -hmm. name the title. And she goes, surviving man. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So that actually was the start of it. Now that, that was perfect a, name. Perfect. Yeah, it, yeah. it did. Perfect. And but that was about four years ago. And, and it just, that's uh, the, you know, the, the cosmic tumblers all fell into place in large part. If I go a little, be a little long winded here. Yeah. But you know, we have a big opportunity right now because traditional Hollywood is like literally committing self-suicide. I mean, mm -hmm. they're, they're like, I'm telling you, I know because I work with celebrities. Yeah. And the opportunity now for a new type of entertainment company that really, that actually speaks to everybody and not just, you know, one group or another group, mm -hmm. it, it, not a better time. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> 
Don Mann, you know, I, I had the opportunity to meet him and uh, a year and a half ago, he came on the podcast and that's how I found out about the show. But, you know, and he's been a very influential person for me in my life too, obviously, and then oh, before the show. Sure. But, uh, you know, who are some of the uh, influential people in your life that have impacted you along this journey that we call life? And what are some of those characteristics uh, that really stand out from those people? Well, you know, my dad is a pretty interesting cat. He was a uh, top guys in the NSA. Wow. He uh, earned the top awards there. And I would say that was back in the time when the NSA actually kind of focused on cracking codes and, you know, focusing externally. But I mentioned him because he was a very brave guy in the 60s, the late 60s. He was in civil rights. He would take me to marches, civil rights marches, you know, uh, with uh, Jesse wow. Jackson. And uh, he's a very interesting cat because he, he, his integrity was, you know, rock solid. And, you know, it's like, okay, you know, if you don't like me in civil rights marches, well, you know, you, I, the door's that way. Yeah, yeah. Know, so yeah. valuable. And I just, an interesting story. One of the cast members of Surviving Man, I'm not getting too specific, but she knew of him in yeah. that way. Yeah. And she said, you know, she looked up some information and she said, man, this guy was like Superman. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. As wow. a, as a, that's somebody. And he, cool. so my point being is he had amazing integrity. Yeah. I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, that's incredible. That's awesome. Yeah. I think I, got, I think I got the challenge coin right here. Let me see. I think it's one of these. I think I got the challenge coin I was given. I don't know. This man, it's not here. Dang it. Anyway, I got a challenge for for that person. Okay. Oh, that is cool. <laughs> That's really cool. Yeah. You know, I think championship leadership, I think of incredible, they have incredible vision. You know, I know you're a football guy. I'm a football guy. Bill Belichick, Nick Saban are two, the best of the best in the world competing against the best in the world. And year after year, they continue to show up. And I, a big part of that is they, they're able to see things. They have this vision that others Right. Uh, aren't and they have the courage to take in, to take action and, and create an incredible impact. So I, I see you as having that incredible vision, what you're doing and what you're creating. So what maybe give us a clear picture of what that vision is for you and why you you, you created American Stories and why you created the show like Surviving Man. I'll, I'll do that. But I want to add one other football coach to your, your menu yeah, there. Please. Probably the, I believe the most underrated coach in the NFL history is Joe Gibbs. Oh, uh, here's, a, here's a guy who yeah. took Redskins to four Super Bowls yep. with three different quarterbacks yeah. under extreme conditions. And I'll, I'll just tell you a little story about him real quick before I answer your question. Please. So, the, so in 1987, the, that was the strike year. Yep. And Joe Gibbs, this is his integrity. Once again, once again, integrity. Mm -hmm. He told his players, because um, people may not know this, but three of the games – were played by scab players. You know, the NFL players struck. They had three games where they had with replacement players, they called them. And Joe told his veterans, listen, I don't want any of you crossing the line. None. We need to think of the future. And not one Redskin crossed the line. They won all three games. And when they played the Dallas Cowboys on Monday night, the Cowboys had 19 players who had crossed the line. I mean, from the running back, I mean, they're top players. Yeah. yeah. And once again, it came down to integrity. So I just, Joe Gibbs, put that in your little nom nomination. Yeah. Cool, but 
Yeah. <laughs> any yeah absolutely. Yeah. No, I love Gibbs. Yeah. 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 And, and he's a man of faith. By the way. Yeah. So, you know, kind of my, it comes right back again to never quitting because I actually started the process of developing uh, this company, American Stories, in 1985. Literally, I had, you know, I was with a company and we, we sent out survey groups. And, and what we found when we did all that surveying, I mean, a lot of people, is we found that people in 1985, just like now, they just want good old-fashioned movies about people overcoming obstacles. I mean, boom, we did all that survey work. And I was able, with that survey work, to detect which films that were in production were going to be the top earners. Mm-hmm. And I was right on the mark. I picked this this film, that film, this film. And actually, Hollywood Reporter did a piece on me on this process that I developed of surveying. We're using that right now with American Stories. If you go to American Stories and you go up top and you make the story, you can actually be part of the survey process that helps us decide on movies. So at the under at the base of American Stories is this one core mission. We want to inspire people to achieve their dreams. Yeah. That's it. And if you look at the best movies, the best shows, at the underlying, the ones that do the best are the most profitable if we want to get into the, you know, the consumer end. It's the ones that really inspire people. I mean, let's go from It's a Wonderful Life to Field of Dreams. Mm-hmm. American Idol has inspired countless yeah. people in the entertainment singing space. It really has. Shark Tank's another one. Yeah. I mean, yeah. so if you take a look at what our programming is about, A, it's, it's going to appeal to everybody. B, it's going to inspire people to overcome obstacles and learn learn things to do so like your podcast you're teaching constantly and mm-hmm. you're inspiring constantly and yeah. that's what it takes to be successful yeah yeah 100 percent. yeah uh, that's awesome and i uh, can't wait to see it it's, this is just beginning right so oh, oh yeah i mean we got i mean the first uh, first of 10 episodes uh start tomorrow night uh by the way right after surviving man is surviving man aftermath what'd you think of that show I thought it was awesome. Yeah, I love it. It's so cool that you did that. Yeah. And, yeah. and some of the challenges in that, wait till you see them. Yeah. So, yeah. We, so we, we do have that. And we have in the sports world, we have five different shows in production from Country Ball. Talk about an inspiration. Man. That one this, looks amazing. Yeah. Country it, Ball. It, yeah. I got to tell you, folks, if you're, t- and, and this school is kind of referred to, by the top college coaches in America as the field of dreams. And I'll tell you why. This coach, who's like 29. He's young, yeah. Young. He was, by the way, he was coaching um, semi-pro football at 14 years old. Oh, really? 14. Oh, wow. So this little school is less than 300 students, K through 12. The high school has maybe 85. Of the 85 students... 40 of them are world-class football players who come <laughs> yeah. from all over the world. It's just the most amazing thing. So you got this little school. This team this year very well can be in the top 50 high school football teams in America. Yeah. And they wow. average 250 offers a year with well over 200 college coaches coming to the school. And, and I'll tell you, we'll, we'll hear a little backstory. 
Yeah. Ready for this? Yeah. So it's a kind of rite of passage. If a new coach comes to the school, nobody tells them what they're going to experience. They typically, the, the new coach who's never been there comes to the parking lot, looks, and he thinks he's in a, he'll, he'll start calling, he'll start dialing Jesse's number. Jesse Chinchar is the coach, by the way, of country ball. And he calls his, and Jesse will pick up the phone and the coach will go, hey, listen, my GPS is not working. I'm sitting in a daycare, daycare center. And Jesse goes, no, that's us. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that show, Country Ball, we're produced and, and, and Sports Illustrator is working with us on that, as well as Friday Night Football, uh, cool. Rise to the Top, which basically follows the, you know some of the top players in America. We have um, this week in, in high school football. We have five different projects all pointed at high school football. Oh, very cool. That's awesome. What's the name of that school? It's Clearwater Academy. Okay, Clearwater Academy. Clearwater cool. Academy Knights. Very cool. It's the craziest thing you've ever seen. It, yeah. What's happened at that school has never happened in sport before and will never happen. Yeah, period. that's special. Well, let's switch gears here just a little bit. I want to, you know, I like to ask this question. We've all, we all have these like critical moments, right? Or these, these turn points in our life and kind of that fork in the road. I'd love to hear because I think a lot of people are in those moments right now, especially with the last year and a half we've had. It's, uh, you know, it's been difficult for many. So what's a moment where you're kind of in that moment trying to decide which way to go? And obviously you made the decision that you did, which has you where you are today, but had you made a different decision could be in a very different place than you are right yep. now. Is there a moment that comes to mind for you you could share? Well, let's do it specific to American stories because huh. it was in late November and that's 20, 2020. Mm -hmm. 2020. And I had, you know, I was uh, talking with the owner of Big Daddy, the founder, and we were looking at, you know, funding Just Surviving Man and bringing in some sponsors. And I made the decision at that point, well, screw it. Why, you know, I've helped many companies get funded through mm -hmm. crowdfunding. And I said, shit, let's just do it on our own. And it's interesting because that, that seems kind of like, eh. but what was really happening was underneath I was going, screw it. I'm going to do exactly what I want to do. Yeah. Not do this and kind of bank shot over to what I want to do. Like, mm -hmm. it was like, I decided no delays. No, I had to do this to do this. I just said, I'm going to do it. Yeah. And I can't tell you how many people kind of, they could actually do exactly what they want. Mm -hmm. They just do it. Yeah. Some There's a lot of people will put, like, they'll put steps actually extraneous steps that they don't really have to do. They're like, well, I got to do this to this, to this, to this, then to do this. Yeah. And I'm going to say every time you add a via or an extra step to anything, you literally push the end goal farther and farther away. The more vias will ultimately end up stopping you. Yeah. So just get, if you're, if you're listening to this now and you're thinking, damn, well, yeah, I've been, so just, here's my advice. Just do it. Yeah. Yeah. So you, I mean, essentially that was a, you know, 100% betting on yourself in that moment versus correct. Right. Yeah. That's hundred yeah. percent. What was some, uh, what's it like? Because uh, for you, I can only imagine, I mean, at the show, I think we were there six full days filming and creating this thing. And, and I know they were long days for us. I know they were way longer days for you guys behind the scenes for you and Don and, and everybody else that was uh, orchestrating this 
But I also have to imagine that it was incredibly rewarding and an incredible, amazing experience to do that as well. So what are some of the thoughts uh, as you go through that week and you get out of it, like some of the, maybe even some of the lessons that you took from that and uh, from your side of the, the camera or from your side of the show? Sure, I'll give you a, a couple interesting anecdotes. We had finished shooting. We It was the night, it was the night we finished and we were having a little wrap party Mm-hmm. at our director's Airbnb. And it was in the middle of damn nowhere. <laughs> and Don was there and his sidekick, Chris, was there and Ed was there and some of the other, some of the crew. And it was really interesting to watch Don's reaction and for that matter, Chris and some of the other folks when the director, Stephen Eckleberry, put some of the dailies of the show Uh on this huge screen and Don was transfixed. Yeah. And one of the shots was a drone shot. And he went, that looks exactly like Afghanistan. Oh, wow. It was when it was during the mission sequence Mm -hmm. and I won't go farther, but he, he, he was like, wow. So when you see that guy, who's been like everywhere, right? right. <laughs> I mean, everywhere yep. uh, say, and you know, I've, I've known Don a long time, but he was mm-hmm. stunned. He yeah. was like, God, that's right. That, I mean, and, and he was, I'll tell you one other thing. There's another instance that was really interesting because I got to learn how Don operated. So there was a key moment in the show. I won't say which episode, which day, yep. but there was a key moment when there was a startling transformation of almost everybody who was involved. I mean, where all of a sudden it became a team. Ooh. Yeah, right. And and it's very apparent when you actually watch this thing. Mm-hmm. So that's two pieces. And Don, that's what he does. He takes yeah. individuals from disparate backgrounds and he molds them into a team and he does it in a very unusual way. Uh, he's Yeah, he's great. And uh, I think we should talk real quick. Like uh, we had Randy Couture, which I was like, what Woo! the heck's going on here? How, that was amazing. Number one, Randy, just like everybody else that was involved, just an incredible man and just like Woo! knowing nothing about him, just very down to earth, very humble, very just like was with us right in the mix the whole time and just super approachable and just like I can't say enough great things about him again just like everybody else that was there as well so what was that like uh getting him to be a part of the show well you know he's uh we call him the teacher because if yeah. you you watch him i mean the guy is i mean literally when our cameras were on him it's just you learn every single time the guy uh-huh. said anything yeah particularly in one of the scenes involving I, I don't think this is given up too much involving the land navigation evolution okay which was a pivotal point in this whole show yeah and i'll never forget him and randy i mean him and don were just sitting there i was standing next to him and they saw two people go off in a direction and just instantly randy said well they're screwed <laughs> And sure enough, those two people yeah. are screwed. Yeah. And how do we, it's interesting how we, <laughs> I'll give you the one of the interesting aspects of this. We wanted to make sure we had enough of every type of possible person in the show. And I reached, I, I actually reached out to Randy Couture's gym because uh, I knew he was in Vegas. And I, I was hoping they were going to have some MMA fighters there, some women. And I just, I reached out um, and uh, his, um, somehow out of the blue, that little reach out to the gym went to Randy's son, to Randy's, the guy heading up his whole foundation. I think they they went to our website, my uh, celebrity endorsement website, and I've got 
uh, George St. Pierre there, GSB. Okay. And I think they said, oh, these guys are legit. Yeah. And they saw the intro, which is really good. It's you great. That. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, instead of them reaching to me and saying, hey, yeah, we got a couple girls who would love it. They said, hey, we want to talk about a bigger relationship. Yeah. And at that, literally at that time, I was reaching out to some other folks to be the co-host. And when they reached back to me and I talked to uh, his uh, president's foundation, I said, oh, how do you think Randy would like to be? A co-host and he said i think you would and i said and i stopped everything I yeah, yeah. that's yeah. my man yeah and that's funny that's how it is in the celebrity endorsement world yeah you just, you just never know who is gonna come up and crop up but i will tell you this i couldn't have gotten better i was just gonna say the same thing i was just gonna say yeah. I, you, you, I don't think you could have found a better fit nope just nope. perfect yeah the best yeah Absolutely. Very cool. Well, let's, uh, I want to, I want to respect your time here. One last question. If there are one or two things you could give to the listeners that would help them move their life forward today, if they took action today, what would that be? Take action. Take action. Actually take action. Just start. Yeah. You know, sometimes people will overthink it and overplan it. And you know, you got to do this before this, just do it. Yeah. Listen, just start and be observant and adjust yeah. and you'll get there yeah but don't yeah. don't wait another instant as soon as this podcast ends start yeah yeah there is uh you, you figure it all out along the way right you don't have to have it all figured out to start so i, I couldn't have said it better yeah well what's uh what's a few ways that everybody can uh tune into the show and and follow uh, everything that you're about and american stories is about yeah sure uh Go to AmericanStories.tv, and yeah. there you're right on our major, the major channel. From there, you can watch right there the shows. You can it can send you off to Google Play Store or Apple Play Store to get an app to watch it. You can yeah. go to from there to Roku or anywhere else. So, AmericanStories plural .tv. That's where you go. Beautiful. I love it. Well, I appreciate you coming on today, and I'm excited to see the show as it. Uh, premieres here tomorrow. So thank you so much for taking time, Bob. 100%. Thank you, Coach. In 05 and 06, I deployed to Kuwait. I used to wait every day for them to say, nature going home. I missed my life, missed my wife. For 15 months, she was all alone. But when I got back, I felt out of control Feeling entitled, I put my life on hold I keep on drinking, so I'm sinking in a river of liquor Me and my wife weren't alright, I didn't reconnect with it I had a business, insurance agent, and rental properties But is there something bigger than this? I know there's gotta be, so I invested in myself I started seeing coaches Life is a camera, I fixed the lens and now I see in focus Now my life's unrecognizable From my life just a couple years ago 17 plus years of marriage it's never been better than this and we got three kids that's who i do it for i'm gonna be a leader i'ma lead the way cause i'm a firm believer we can do anything we want if i said it then i meant it i probably already did it consider it Championship Leadership Podcast. Hey, Bailey. Championship, championship, champion, champion.